I'm Mike DeSepoli and welcome to the 2021 Heritage Market Outlook. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this video finds you well and enjoying the new year. As part of our process, we are back with another update. We want to discuss the markets, the economy, where we see strengths, weaknesses, and opportunities, as well as give you a look under the hood into the U.S. economy, let you know some of our key indicators that we watch and how they are trending moving into the new year. We have talked extensively about 2020, so we're not going to rehash all that was. We know it was an unprecedented year, but we will start by recapping the 2021 stock market return. So let's get to it. Starting first, the Dow Jones Industrial Average finishes the year at 30,606 for a gain of 7.2%. Next up, we have the S&P 500 finishing the year at 37.56 for a gain of 16%. And last but certainly not least, rounding out the pack, we have the NASDAQ Technology Index finishing the year at 12,888 for a gain of a whopping 43.6%. We are very happy to see tech outperform in 2020 as our strategy has leaned into that sector for many years now. We see it as a prevalent trend in the marketplace and not something that's going away anytime soon. Now, of course, it's very important we take a look at the economy, we look under the hood because that will drive a lot of the decision making here in our process as far as where are the strengths, where are the weaknesses, and how can we take advantage in our portfolio strategy. Now, we did see a lot of encouraging things in the second half of 2020 in the economy, some trends that we hope will carry through into 2021. So let's get into some of our economic indicators. First, let's take a look at U.S. GDP. Total aggregate economic output is tracked by the U.S. gross domestic product. When you look at this chart, GDP for many years ran in the single-digit ranges until we got into the beginning of 2020, the onset of the pandemic, and we saw a cratering fall in G GDP, dropping 31.8% at its low. This was followed by a snapback recovery with a gain of 32% in the second half of 2020. So we expect to continue to see GDP grow in 2021. We know we will not be continuing to grow at a 30% annualized rate, but it will be above trend as we continue to claw back much of the lost economic activity from the pandemic or pre-pandemic levels. The next thing we want to take a look at is Unemployment. Unemployment is a good check on the overall economy. How is the American worker doing? Because let's face it, it is a consumer-driven economy, and if the consumers are doing well, then the economy will be doing well alongside it. So the unemployment rate peaked at 14.8% in March of last year as we saw the lockdown response to the pandemic and many jobs lost at that time. We've done a lot of good in getting jobs back, getting people back on payrolls. The unemployment rate has come back down to 6.8%, but there is still a lot of work to be done. We are hoping the new round of PPP, which is Payroll Protection Program, funding from the government to get individuals back on payroll. We are helping, excuse me, we are hoping that that will help in lowering the unemployment rate and to get us back to pre-pandemic levels, which was somewhere between 3 and 3.5% 3 unemployment. Next, we want to take a look at something that we have not included in previous videos, but we think this is very important to cover, 
and it's is largely missed in the financial news media. And this is total personal income. Okay, this is the aggregate total of personal income amongst all Americans. Now, we understand that this pandemic has hit people in a very uneven fashion. We have a lot of people out of work. We have a lot of people struggling. But conversely, we also have a lot of people that are doing better than they were pre-pandemic. They have income levels higher than the pre-pandemic, and their assets have grown with them. So it's important that we look at this in aggregate. Now, this one is a very important chart because Americans are making more money now than they ever have before. Now, you might be wondering, how is that possible that we're seeing earnings at all-time highs as a pandemic continues to rage on in the country? And this is because of direct stimulus payments, expanded unemployment benefits, all the different programs that the Fed and the government rolled out in response to the pandemic. And this brings us to our next chart, which we think is, again, very important and often overlooked. And this is what we call the M2 money supply. Now, this is the total supply of money available to Americans in this country. And when you look at the M2 money supply, we are reaching levels never before seen. Now, why is this happening? This is because of the unprecedented response from the Federal Reserve and the government with the programs that they intervened with when the pandemic hit. So again, like we talked about expanded benefits, direct payments, the PPP, payroll protection program, bailing out corporate America by issuing certain securities that backed and, and essentially guaranteed their balance sheet. So they did a lot. And because of that, the money supply has increased dramatically. There's already been about $15 trillion of money added into the money supply, and we are only just getting started. That's not including the plans that President-elect Biden laid out for another $2 trillion and then more to follow, or any of the other central banks around the world, which will continue to stimulate their economies. We bring this up because this is very bullish for markets and assets, right? Because when there's more supply of money, when people have higher levels of personal income, remember, higher earnings drives higher spending, higher spending drives higher economic activity, which translates into higher market prices. So we see this as a very bullish backdrop that overall, the U.S. consumer is in good shape. Again, we feel for people out there that are hurting, that are very disadvantaged right now, that have lost jobs and income and assets. But on the, on the aggregate balance, Americans now have more money at their disposal than they ever have before, and we believe that this will translate into economic activity. Now, the Fed is not backing away anytime soon. They will continue to provide stimulus. They will continue to provide low interest rates through at least the next two years. So again, that bears watching. But right now, we know what their plan is. They're going to see it through for the next couple of years. And this should be very supportive for the economy. So as we move into 2021, here are some of our market themes that we're looking for and things that we think will play out in the new year. We continue to believe that technology will outperform. You've heard us say this for many years. We continue to believe this is the case. We think a lot of the digital habits, the work from home, shop from home habits that people started to adopt in the beginning of the pandemic will continue to remain as people realize that there is a better way to do some things more efficiently. And we plan to invest to take advantage of those trends. We also expect a strong bounce back in economic activity, evidenced by some of the charts I just laid out for you. You know, we've seen the recovery start. We think it continues into 2021 as we start to reopen this economy. And we expect there to be a surge in demand for goods and services, for travel, for leisure, for home renovations. We think that people, the theme of 2021 
is the consumer will seek experiences because they've been locked up in their house for a year plus. They're ready to get out. They're ready to spend money. There is a pent-up demand that cannot be quantified, and we think that will be very positive for the economy. We know volatility will always be a theme that we'll deal with as investors. We've dealt with it for years. We will continue to deal with it in the future. This recovery will certainly not be without speed bumps, but we think we are moving in the right direction, and we think that the market cares less about politics, more about liquidity, stimulus, low interest rates, and right now we have plenty of all those things, and they should be very bullish for the setup for the market in 2021. With that said, if you have any questions specific to your situation or just about anything that we covered here today, I encourage you to reach out to us. We're always happy to talk to you about the things that matter most with your money. We want to thank you so very much for your trust and confidence in our firm. We really appreciate it. We know that it was a challenging year in 2020, and we salute you. We tip our caps to you for staying with the process, for sticking the course, and being able to enjoy the results that came from it. We hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you soon.